it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is your SmackDown after WrestleMania. And boy, after what happened yesterday, yesterday meeting Thursday, uh, as a lot of people called it, Black Thursday, with the release of uh, 10 current or now former WWE superstars, we really needed a pick-me-up. Um and SmackDown, thankfully, was able to do so. Um, it still stings a little, um, especially with some of the releases yesterday. Um, uh, and I still am excited for what happens next with, with most of them, or all of them, if they choose to continue. Um, but... I understand that it's a business and that, you know, these things unfortunately happen, you know, it happened last year. And I know the timing wasn't great because of COVID and everything else. And, you know, it is, I guess what it is. And um, this year was no different. And I'm sure in 2022, April 15th will probably be another black day. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but in the meantime, we still will cover everything like we normally do. Um, we're not going to boycott like some people are, um, which I'm sure most of those people probably watch SmackDown anyways because they're just angry and say things they obviously don't mean and, and they come right back. So... It is what it is. Uh, I definitely voiced my opinion about this. Uh, if you haven't listened to our latest edition of Above the Ring, uh, it's titled Black Thursday. It's episode 84. We're quickly approaching episode 100. It's crazy how fast time flies. <laughs> but that's in the future, and we will get to that and celebrate that day when that happens. Right now, though, Let's get into the show. Another good episode of SmackDown. I will have to say, much better than the Raw after WrestleMania. Um, I still don't understand why that show struggles so much. <laughs> but SmackDown is miles ahead. So 
The biggest change so far on the show, Pat McAfee himself has joined the SmackDown commentary table, joining Michael Cole. And I'll tell you right now, he is a perfect fit for SmackDown. It's just, I love it. I absolutely love it. He did a fantastic job. He even had Michael Cole speechless at one point during the show, which is damn near impossible. (laughs) So, welcome, Pat. I'm glad you're here. It's going to be amazing. He's a great hype man. So I'm, a, I'm I'm truly excited to see where he goes and what he's going to say that's going to cause craziness. <laughs> but so the show itself naturally starts off with our universal champion, our tribal chief, our head of the table, Roman Reigns, flanked by... Paul Heyman, and the winner of this year's Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, the main event himself, Jey Uso. And Roman basically just talking about, you know, how he called his shot and said that he was going to pin, you know, he was going to smash and stack and pin both Edge and Daniel Bryan, and that's exactly what he did. Saying now that nobody is going to challenge because nobody wants anything. They don't want to risk their reputation. However, we got an answer. As Roman was about to leave, Cesaro himself makes his way to the ring, gets into Roman's face, and Roman's just like, nah. And he just goes and he leaves. So, interesting. Just interesting way to start off the show. Cesaro then goes to the back. He notices that Adam Pierce is speaking with Sonny Deville. Cesaro's like, hey, did you see what happened? I want, you know, the title doesn't even have to be on the line. I just want a shot at Roman. Adam Pierce looked like he was ready to, to say absolutely, but Sonya kind of cut him off and said, oh, I'll bring it up with Roman and, and we'll let you know. I just have this feeling that Sonya's in in their pocket. And I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. But that's just the feeling that I that I'm getting. Um our next thing after that was a singles match between Rey Mysterio and Otis. Um unfortunately during this segment, Twitter itself crashed. <laughs> um I had a mild panic attack because I didn't know what had happened. I didn't know if the account had froze. I tried my other accounts. That didn't work. I tried it on my phone, on my cell, on, on my, my computer, on my tablet. They're all down. I'm just like, all right, maybe it's the whole thing. It was down for a good 20 minutes. So I had to resort to taking handwritten notes. Like I was back, like, you know, 10 years ago doing this stuff. <laughs> it was crazy. I had a whole note, uh, a whole section on the whole Otis and, and, and Rey Mysterio match. And then by the time the match was close to being ended, Twitter came back. So the Rey Mysterio-Otis match was was pretty good. I mean, it was obviously Otis being, you know, Otis and being much larger than Rey. Pretty much controlled most of the matchup. Um, Rey, though, with a crucifix pin to get the win, it was pretty slick. I'm not going to lie. So 
<clears throat> clearly that rivalry between those two tag teams uh, clearly not over. So we'll see where that ends up going next week. After that, we got our answer from Paul Heyman. Um, Paul basically kind of led it up to he was going to say yes. And then at the last minute, gave a nice little swerve and said that he'll be in the main event tonight, but he'll be in the main event against Jey Uso. So, once again, Roman scared. Don't want any of the Swiss Cyborg, but Jay. Jey Uso is in some trouble in this main event later tonight. After that, same as Zayn hitting the ring with, uh, uh, of course, a load of conspiracies behind him. Talking about how he was screwed at Mania and how things should have gone differently, etc., etc., which obviously prompts Kevin Owens to come out, and we end up having ourselves a WrestleMania rematch between the two. Great match. Sammy at the end decides he wants no more of KO, gets himself counted out. KO does get the victory. He doesn't care. He goes, chases Sammy. They fight a little bit more. He throws him in the ring. KO hits the stunner. He goes on its way. That's how it should be. (laughs) After that, we got introduced by Apollo Crews to his counterpart, nicknamed the Nigerian Nail. Now, I missed his name, so you'll have to forgive me. Um, but obviously it's not going to be Davocado anymore. That's fine. It is what it is. We'll see how this goes. So welcome to SmackDown, you know, SmackDown's version of almost. It's essentially what it is, <laughs> which is fine. Up next, we had a nice celebration for Bianca Belair winning the SmackDown title, um, essentially hosted by the Street Profits, one of which is her husband, Montez Ford. It was a nice conversation. It was a nice celebration, you know, Bianca thanking Sasha for everything as well. Cause you know, you can only, you can't make history just by yourself. You get it. There's, there's always more than one, uh, how she's inspiration for, you know, wants to be an inspiration for all the young girls and people who, who watched WrestleMania this past weekend. <laughs> we then went to an interview in the back by Sasha uh, with Sasha and she couldn't get any words out. She was just completely furious, and she kept looking down at her side where I'm assuming it's a scar, like, because you the marks are still there. It's been almost a week, and the marks on her body are still there from Bianca's hair. So if they gave, if she gave Sasha a legit scar, that could really, really help this storyline forever. Like, this could be brought back years down the road. So, I don't know why, but I found that real awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, I, it's just how my brain works. I don't know, whatever. Um, but also, I will say that, that SmackDown Women's Championship, it looked real good on Bianca, too. So, as much as I loved Sasha as being champ, I think Bianca's going to do a great job. Uh, Bailey also already throwing her 
name into the hat looking for challenge. Um, looking to challenge the champ. So I'm okay with that. Uh, Bailey, unfortunately, was left off the WrestleMania card. She did show up in some segments and, and got embarrassed by the Bella Twins, which was unnecessary. But <laughs> I digress. Uh, after that, we then had our tag team championship match. Uh, Street Profits have been waiting months to get this title shot against the, the Dirty Dogs. The match was outstanding. Montez Ford looked like an absolute megastar in this match. He's going to be a megastar after the Street Profits eventually break up. I hope they don't, to be honest with you, because we all know what happened to tag teams that end up getting broken up. I'm really hoping that's not the case because I fear for I fear for Dawkins's job, to be honest with you. He's the unfortunately, he's the Genetti of this group. There's always a Shawn Michaels and there's always a Marty Genetti in every tag team. And unfortunately for Dawkins, as much as I love him, he's the Genetti of this team. And that scares me because I don't want him to go anywhere. He's the man has fought, scratched and clawed his way through developmental. Finally found Montez Ford. Those two have just been absolute gold since they showed up together as a tag team in NXT. And I don't want them to ever break up. I want them to be like New Day. New Day's been together forever. Yes, I know Biggie's on one show and um, Kofi and Woods are on another. But they're still the team. They're still the New Day. They're still together. They're still doing things. So that's fine. So that's when I kind of hope what happens with the profits. They never go away. However, to end this match, Montez Ford looked like he was ready to completely win this. He had Robert Roode on the ropes, and then Ziggler, out of nowhere, hits a zigzag and puts Montez Ford down for the three count. Literally highway robbery, like because the, the Street Profits had this in the bag. And uh, Ziggs comes out of nowhere with this ridiculous braid that he had tonight. I don't know where that came from. But <laughs> but the Dirty Dogs remain your SmackDown Tag Team Champions. It's pretty good. I really thoroughly enjoyed this match. I honestly thought we'd have new champs tonight. But we don't, it's, which is good. And I want to see more of Ziggler and Rude. They need to be on television more than just for the matches. They need more screen time. They deserve it. Honestly, they really, truly do. After that, we actually had a real quick women's match uh, with Natalia taking on and defeating Shayna Baszler. Um, Shayna's been getting a whole lot of L's lately. Yeah, I'm a little worried about that. I don't know where it's going to end up leading. Um, part of me still feels that there's going to be some inevitable split between her and Nia. Um, this is making Natty and Tamina look strong. Maybe they'll get another title shot, and maybe they'll actually get a they'll get the win. Maybe at WrestleMania Backlash, uh, which is I believe now in four weeks, so or soon to be four weeks. So we'll see. After that, we went to our main event. Cesaro and Jey Uso, and this match was outstanding until the end. And it didn't degrade the match, but it makes sense what, what's happening. So Cesaro has Jey Uso in the swing. 
and Cesaro swinging, he's swinging around. All of a sudden, uh, a black and white suit, and when I say black and white, I mean like a black and white cow suit, comes out of nowhere, punches Cesaro. It's Seth Rollins in his drip, like always, since he was since his return. Comes out, levels Cesaro, and he is just furious. Gets out of the ring, starts screaming at Cesaro from the top of the ramp, telling him how he's the best and you know the best thing for this business. And the sooner you recognize that, the the easier life will be for you. And this isn't over. It's not over until I say it's over. And, and Cesaro clearly hot in the ring and. I'm happy that this feud is still going. I would have been completely content with it being done after Mania, but the fact that that Cesaro still needs to go through Seth Rollins before he can have a shot at Roman, I'm fine with that too. But we're on that road now. Cesaro's made himself noticed. Roman knows. Roman's throwing everything he possibly can at him, starting with Jay. And now Seth's got himself back in this. So Cesaro's got a a bit of work to do before he can get to the champ, but that's all right. I want to see what Cesaro could do. The match. Oh, my God. Cesaro and Roman. It's going to be a five-star match. Fuck you, Melzer. I don't care what you have to say. This is going to be a five-star match, and I cannot wait to see it. Whenever it's going to be. It's going to happen on a pay-per-view. Who knows when? But it's going to happen, and it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. So, like I said, good show. A nice pick-me-up from the terribleness that was Black Thursday. I'm still I'm still sad about Joe and about the Iconics. Um, those three were my absolute favorites out of the groups. No offense to everybody else, but... I wish the best for all 10. Um, and I'm sure that wherever wherever Joe goes and the Iconics and everybody else, wherever they go, they're going to have some type of impact, no pun intended. Um, and it's going to be great to see. So July 14th is that magical day. Of course, it's right before Slammiversary, which is exactly what happened last year. We had Slammiversary, a, a must-watch pay-per-view. I have a strong suspicion that this – the years will be just as good. So, with that being said, that is the end of this SmackDown study tonight for April 16th, 2021. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter, media underscore Bedlam. Our ride to 5K is in full swing. We are less than 300 away we greatly appreciate if you guys could get on that, follow on that like train, and help us reach that 5K plateau. We appreciate it so much. You can find myself pretty much everywhere at Scotty J Stream, and you can find this podcast on pretty much all your podcast platforms that are out there. If we're not on one that you listen to, just let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can have a one-stop shop, and everybody needs a little bit of bedlam in their day. You can also find Bedlam Media on Facebook and on YouTube as Bedlam Media. You can find us also on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. Thank you guys again so much for listening. 
We truly appreciate you. And I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. If you listen to this during the week, I hope you have a great week. And just know, most importantly, please do not forget to join the Bedlam. Have a good night, guys. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.